the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, yesterday was the day that Donald Trump had said over the weekend in a social media post that he was going to be arrested, indicted by the uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who is a George Soros-funded prosecutor. Uh, Alvin Bragg has uh, reduced 53% of felonies in New York to misdemeanors, including prostitution, which I find odd. I am to understand that what used to be a crime in New York City, prostitution, is no longer a crime in New York City, but it is a crime to sleep with a porn star and then pay her. So it's not a crime to it's not a crime to pay for a prostitute. It's only a crime to pay what one hundred thirty thousand dollars for a porn star. I I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm getting into this too deeply. But the Daily Mail of London is now reporting that Trump will be arrested tomorrow. The indictment will be issued actually today. It'll be done today. The story is uh, coming from Britain. I guess the dates are messed up. But they say Wednesday he will be arrested, indicted is probably the uh, accurate term. But he will not be arraigned, which means he will not be in court and photographed in a mugshot, which all the left is salivating over. That will not happen until next week. There are logistical things to work out with the Secret Service because he is a former president, and a current presidential candidate. So that's what the Daily Mail says. Now, I have other sources here uh, that say that the testimony yesterday before the grand jury in New York by Bob Costello, who was a former, he might still be a Trump attorney, but he was a former uh, legal advisor to Michael Cohen, who is the chief witness against Trump, because Cohen was the fixer, Cohen was the attorney through whom Trump paid $130,000 to keep Stormy Daniels quiet about the details of their supposed sexual tryst at a golf tournament in like 2008. Costello went to the grand jury to tell everybody that, look, if you're hanging this case on Michael Cohen... Michael Cohen is not a trustworthy guy. Michael Cohen is a known liar. Michael Cohen has told me that he'll do anything possible to stay out of jail, which means he'll lie. He's not bound by the oath of truth. He's already gone to jail once for tax evasion. This is a bad guy to be listening to. Uh, Here is Robert Costello talking about Michael Cohen. I wanted him to look me in the eye and assess my credibility. Did I have more credibility than uh, Michael Cohen? Because Michael Cohen, in my uh, opinion, was lying about just about everything. Okay, so Costello, according to some reports, told the grand jury that he turned over to Alvin Bragg, and again, Bragg is the Manhattan District Attorney, that he turned over to Alvin Bragg like 300 and some pages of documents 
and he asked the grand jury if Bragg had shown them all 300 pages of those documents, which, according to Mr. Costello, exonerate Donald Trump in this matter of paying hush money to Stormy Daniels from an account, apparently campaign funds, you're not allowed to pay it. And apparently Bragg had only shown the grand jury like eight pages of the documents. Well, now this is a problem for Alvin Bragg if he is seen as not showing the grand jury everything that he has because as a prosecutor, you are supposed to present all the evidence, not just the evidence that proves your side of the case, withholding evidence of very serious charge. So Alvin Bragg in moving heaven and earth to try to get Donald Trump might end up getting himself. Who you believe in this is completely up to you and is probably a factor of which side you want to do your bidding in this matter. There are a lot of people out there. I'm not one of them. I don't think you're one of them if you're listening to this show. A lot of people out there want to see Trump arrested. A lot of people, even those some Democrats say, this is ridiculous. If you're going to get Trump, you got to get him on something bigger than this. Statute of limitations has expired. You can't turn a felony or can't turn a misdemeanor into a felony just by wishing it so. I, I'm amazed that the end game of this from the left's perspective is what? To keep Donald Trump from running for president? Do they really think they're going to put him in jail? And they really think Donald Trump doesn't have the attorneys to fight this and beat this in court? When even, for instance, even Van Jones of CNN, the guy who credited Donald Trump winning the election to, and I quote, a white lash, Van Jones, who injects race into every issue that he can, otherwise he wouldn't be on CNN. Van Jones criticized Alvin Bragg and the effort to get Donald Trump on this particular charge. There are those who say, you want to get him on classified documents? Go for it. You want to get him on Georgia election interference? Go for it. You want to get him on this? Which, by the way, we all knew about this, and he was still elected president, right? I mean, I would say this about Stormy Daniels and the hush money. The hush money didn't do a very good job of hushing her up or hushing that story up. I, we all knew about this. And this was one of the things that I had to struggle with in terms of voting for a guy who I knew was a serial cheater on his wife. But again, for me, the first test of any political candidate is, are they pro-life? Will they enact pro-life? Will they advocate for pro-life legislation? Will they name pro-life judges? I don't think you can tell me I made a mistake in voting for Donald Trump if my chief deciding factor was being pro-life because we got rid of Roe versus Wade solely because Donald Trump appointed three pro-life justices to the Supreme Court. I mean, that fact is inarguable. If we didn't have Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett on the court, we would still have Roe versus Wade. So Trump did what I elected him to do. He named pro-life judges, and we got rid of Roe versus Wade. Am I completely comfortable with everything about him? No. Would we still have Roe versus Wade if Hillary Clinton had been president? Man, that just terrified me a little bit, thinking that what if Hillary Clinton had gotten the chance to name three judges to the Supreme Court? We don't even ever contemplate that, right? <sighs> Yikes. Merrick Garland would be on the court. See how he has come after parents at school board meetings, how he has 
targeted the pro-life community with, remember the arrest of the Philadelphia pro-life advocate? Guns drawn, bashing down the door. That's what you want on the Supreme Court? No. So this is why I say, look, the election is always a choice between better and worse. It's not a choice between good and great. It's not a choice between good and bad. It's a choice between better and worse. I wish we had a choice between perfect and imperfect. We don't because you know what? People are not perfect. So Donald Trump was better, in my view, than Hillary Clinton. And I have no doubt that that was right in retrospect because not only did we get rid of Roe versus Wade, but we got a lot of great policies which have almost all been reversed by Joe Biden. And how has that worked out? Are we better off on the world stage? With Joe Biden pulling out of Afghanistan, Trump considered it, decided against it. Are we better off on the southern border when we had Title 42 and remain in Mexico and all those Trump policies? Biden undid them. Are we better off? You know, there's a new drug coming across the southern border now. It's mixed with fentanyl, flesh-eating bacteria. It's in like 40-some states. Was that an issue when Trump was president? No. But we have to undo every single thing Trump did, including the Trump economy. Get rid of the Trump tax cuts. Spend more money. We have inflation. Virtually everything that is going wrong now has gone wrong because Joe Biden has reversed a Trump policy because that is the first rule of all Democrats. If Trump's for it, I'm against it, even if it's working. So, no, I don't regret my vote for Donald Trump. And if the choice comes down in the fall of 2024 to Donald Trump or a Democrat, I will vote for Donald Trump. But in the meantime, I have the opportunity to consider other candidates which I'm allowed to do, and it doesn't make me disloyal to all the causes of conservatism to consider those other choices. And I'm most concerned about winning that election. So that's why I am open to evaluating other candidates. So now that we've covered the latest on the Donald Trump indictment, arraignment, arrest, Daily Mail says it's happening today, arraignment next week. Other outlets say, nope, Alvin Bragg may be thinking differently, given the fact that at the meeting yesterday of the grand jury, uh, Robert Costello said, hey, where's all the papers I gave Alvin Bragg 300 pages worth? Why do you only show you eight pages? Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what to believe. Alvin Bragg seems like a partisan to me who will press through whatever better sense he might have that discretion in this matter is probably the best decision. No, he wants to he wants to do like a lot of us do when we're tempted to do something evil. We just can't get it out of our mind, right? We just can't get it out of our mind. No, I know I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. Oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Thinking that is going to provide some kind of awesome, satisfactory feeling, and then it's a big letdown, and you're like, why did I do that? What an idiot I was. I don't know if Albert Bragg will have that realization, but I've certainly experienced it in my life. Don't do it, Alvin. Nah, Alvin's going to do it. He can't wait for that mugshot. He can't wait for Donald Trump to be perp walk. The people in uh, Florida close to Trump say Trump has told them he's actually looking forward to being arrested. And he's looking forward to having his mugshot taken. 
Is it possible to take a good mugshot? A smiling mugshot? Is that a good mugshot? I don't know. We might find out. Now, I am not smiling over this opinion piece in the Columbus Dispatch. I started the show today by pointing out how ludicrous it is that the Dispatch only runs anti-school choice pieces. All of its stories are anti-school choice. All of its opinion pieces are anti-school choice. And so, just like they did when they were trying to demonize the bill before the Ohio General Assembly last year that would have made it illegal to sexually indoctrinate kids into gender ideology and LGBTQ ideology, when they went, not kidding, when they went to Dayton, Ohio, and found a transgender hairstylist to write an editorial about how evil that proposed law was, the dispatch is back at it today, uh, soliciting a woman named Maureen Reedy to write an opinion piece that says, Ohio school voucher program, a runaway train that makes us all losers. Well, it doesn't make me a loser, Maureen, because if I get about 15 grand of the tax dollars I'm paying to the state to send kids to lousy public schools back and I can spend it on my own kids going to the outstanding private school they attend, I will definitely not be a loser. So it doesn't make us all losers. It makes all, if you're taking all being teachers losers, yes, it will do that. Maureen Reedy, it says here, is a former Ohio Teacher of the Year, so she's greased the right palms and licked the right boots. Upper Arlington City District Teacher of the Year. Well, those schools are woke, that figures. They've got the non- They've got the non-binary restrooms in Upper Arlington, even though it's against Ohio law. She is a founding member of Public Education Partners. Oh, boy. The largest nonprofit all-volunteer public education advocacy group in Ohio. Okay, so you know who you're dealing with right up front, right? She's pro-teachers union. She's on the inside. She says it's wrong For the state of Ohio to fund private and religious school vouchers, Ohio lawmakers need to uphold Ohio's constitutional promise to keep public tax dollars out of private schools. Now, that'd be easier to do if teachers were upholding Ohio's constitution and not teaching woke concepts about deviant sexual practices in Ohio's public schools. And then she writes a sentence. We love our, we Ohioans love our public schools. Uh, that's a no. We don't. I can run a bunch of Olentangy Tiger Moms past you who don't love their schools. I can run a bunch of people past you in Hilliard and Dublin and other places who don't love the public schools. That's a that's that's a fact, not in evidence, Marine. Most of us attended neighborhood public schools, which continue to be the schools of choice for our children and grandchildren, she says. Yeah, most of us did. The problem is, Marine, public schools have changed a lot. There didn't used to be transgender flags in the public schools. There didn't used to be woke ideology in the public schools. There didn't used to be history teachers who tried to teach critical race theory in the public schools. There didn't used to be health teachers who sought, who taught social-emotional learning. And I know, believe me, trust me, back in the day at West Liberty Salem High School, if there was anything in the school library that smacked of anything even remotely sexual, Well, it made its way around the entire student body. Oh, look at this National Geographic. Oh, look at this paragraph in this story. Now, you've got graphic depiction of deviant sex acts in libraries all over the state of Ohio. So don't tell me 
that the public school you went to, Maureen, is just like the public school now. No, it isn't. It's not even close. She says public education in Ohio is a 172-year-old promise created on the belief that public schools are the fundamental foundation for a public good. Yeah, ideally. See, you guys get out of control. This is always the left, right? They push and push and push and push. And then if you notice and if you oppose it, then they say, well, wait a second. Like, this is this is designed to be great. Yeah, it is designed to be great. It's just not great anymore. And she asks a question, which I will answer as a public service to Maureen Reedy. She says, why then are Ohio lawmakers churning out private school voucher legislation that takes hundreds of millions of public school tax dollars from our neighborhood schools to pay for private and religious school education? Why are they doing that, Maureen? Because they're trying to be responsive to their electorate. (laughs) Right. See, the way it works in a constitutional republic, Marine, in case you forgot, is that we elect people to go represent us in the Ohio General Assembly, and then they enact laws that we want. They enact laws that we want. And it is clear, majority opinion polls throughout the state of Ohio, people want more school choice. And I'm always curious, why are you against school choice? Why are you against it? You're against it because via the competition that public schools face from private and charter schools, you're losing. You're losing that comparison. You're losing it badly. And you fear that if you lose it even worse, more people experience public school education and run and flee from it to private and charter school education, that eventually it's going to cost you and your teacher's union representatives money and it will and it will it will lead to less jobs in public schools but that's what healthy competition is supposed to be about but you don't want the competition you don't want to be compared to the education from private schools nobody ever makes the nobody ever makes the argument that the education in private and charter schools is worse they never make that argument it's like the public schools can't afford this well so like Why are there, I come back to it every single time, why are there 2,500 kids on a waiting list at KIPP? Why are there 2,500 kids on a waiting list at KIPP? Because they're all all stupid? They don't all realize what a great education awaits them in the Columbus Public Schools where no proficiency rating in reading and math at any level is above 40%? Not elementary, not middle school, not high school. Not in reading, not in math. No proficiency level in Columbus City Schools is above 40%. You're not even educating half the kids in any grade above the recommended levels and yet you need more money and you don't want charter and private schools which are doing a great job to have any of your money that's a joke that's a complete joke three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.